Welcome to Podcasting for the Right Reasons, where ABC brings us new drama. And we've got a lot of analysis for you guys. I'm Ermardia. My name is Brennan, and welcome back to week seven of the More longest like week bachelor. week 77. Week, week seven of the longest bachelor season ever, because they're not going anywhere, so it makes it feel so much longer. Honestly. Honestly, Brendan, like this Monday night, I literally sat there. It was like mm, maybe 7.40, and I was like, but, like, what else can happen? Yeah. <laughs> I just don't know what to do with it now. Honestly, the most interesting part about this week was that we have a, we have a nickname for Matt I think we should give him. Matt, that? Matt James, the assassin of Nemecolon. Seven people were sent home this week. Sure were. There was sure. There were eleven girls vying for his heart when we started this episode, and he knocked out seven of them. See, but here's the deal. I thought about this when it was Tasha's season and how it was getting down to the wire, and it's like there's too many people here. What do you do? What do you do? And then they just start like knocking him out left and right. Like Tasha was like, "Hey, um, oh my gosh, what's his name? The guy with the beard that I was kind of into, but then he ended up being crazy." Blake. Blake. <laughs> yeah, with Blake, it was like, "Okay, gotta take him to the beach. Gotta take him out. Like, let's let's keep the show moving. Let's keep the show moving. Even if they're like, I think I'm falling in love with you. Next. <laughs> I mean, it didn't. You know? It didn't help that we had two rose ceremonies this week. Mm. So that, I think that that amount of people was always going to go home this week, but it, it did feel especially brutal. I guess. And I knew, I knew that beloved Abigail, sayonara, put coins in her eyes, float her in a boat, you know, shoot the arrows. She's done. She's like, let's RIP to Abigail's time on The Bachelor. I think that it is only appropriate to have a moment of silence for this season's best contestant. All she did was pour her heart out and get shot down. Honestly. We will, we will now take a moment of silence. So yeah, I that was funny though. That, that Matt straight up let her on, kept her there was like, oh, girl, sorry, I forgot about you. Oh, yeah. Um, I just thought I was super confident in our connection. And uh, then I built some stronger ones. Like, what? Name name a girl he didn't lead on. Name a girl. Uh, Ex- exactly. None he, of them. He, the, he was so nice to all of them that there was... So many women falling for him left and right yep. because he was just nice and reassuring. It was this was particularly annoying to me though because I felt like this was the no, Abigail. Of, Abigail was the most agree that was the most egregious thing I've ever seen. Right, like that was heinous. I was offended by that. Like I literally as, sat there as, and was like, as "Are we you be. kidding me, Matt James? That you would keep this girl? You would keep giving her rose after rose?" That you would talk to her and, you know, make her think. Like, you would give her the last rose. Didn't she get the last rose last week or mm-hmm. something? Like, it was, like, towards the end. She got the like, last rose for the ro- first rose ceremony today of Monday's yeah. episode. Okay. 
So, but yeah, and it was like, we knew it was coming. We felt it in our guts, but come on. You couldn't even give her. And then when it comes to the point, you give her some lame excuse. And it's, I mean, it's probably the truth, but the fact that that's the truth is the saddest truth. Like that proved what Joe was saying last week about him. Just, is he really a nice guy? Is he, or he just wants us to all think he's a nice guy. So he's being a jerk. He, there are definitely some F-boy qualities. Uh-huh. For sure. Okay, so we are we are wildly ahead of ourselves. Yep. All right, let's reel it back. Dial it back. Reverse, reverse. We have, first of all, we have the uh, a recap, a slight recap of the Heather entrance for what <laughs> I will contend after much time to think about it. The most attractive and the sweetest contestant this season. One of the most, one of the most attractive and one of the sweetest contestants this season is about to be brutally attacked for no uh, reason. I mean, this. I think this is where they lost me. Okay, they no, keep losing me with this this bullying stuff. And when these girls show their true colors, like that's my problem. Is I don't know who I'm rooting for anymore in this in this world of bachelor i honestly don't i mean there's nice girls like piper and brie well no not piper my bad not piper. i was gonna say I piper was always on the periphery of the bad behavior uh yeah and what she showcased this week i was like okay all right there it is but no brie brie seems like she's nice um michelle michelle Abigail. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Even Serena That's P, it. which surprised me greatly. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was the most surprising person. I think Serena P has has a bit of a mean streak too. And that's like I just all of them, honestly. Like I just and the way that they came at Heather when she had her pleasant conversation with Matt. You know, they they talked for a bit, and then he wanted to take some time to think. But you're right. Like, they didn't even take the time to get to know Heather in, in like, five minutes or however long she was there. Yeah. That was terrible. Okay, how much, how much have we seen Heather in the last few years? She's never been a problem. She's always been so sweet. Right. And she's self-eliminated in Colton's. Yeah. Like, she's self-eliminated. So this clearly is not a girl... Who is like all about, like, was she ever on Bachelor in Paradise? I don't. Not till I can remember. I, like, I don't even remember. So, this is clearly a girl who, I don't know, maybe she really did on a whim, just like, maybe he's my soulmate. And Hannah B, come on. Hannah B's like, get up there, girl. Get up there. What kind of, like, right. what kind of pot are you stirring? <laughs> and did you, did you see, I guess you're not really much on Twitter. Did you see who, uh, tweeted aggressively in her support and is somebody that I do not want to mess with on the side of the street. No. Who? What? Miss Demi. <gasps> These Demi. girls better watch out because there is a dangerous girl who you do not want to mess. There is uh, no one I want to mess with less than Demi. Right. Because Demi, Demi is the kind of girl. Demi is one who I am actually surprised didn't try to swoop in on this season. Cause I could see her doing that. I could see her being like, you know what? I want him to be my boo. I'm going to roll up some Nivacolin. Like, can you imagine her being in the minivan, singing some songs, being like, yeah, I'm going to get this. <laughs> I would, 
I would have paid genuine hard-earned money to see her go head-to-head in that room. 100%. I wish it, I honestly, like, no offense to Heather, I do wish it had been Jimmy. She would have <laughs> torn them to shreds. Mm-hmm. Because the meanest person in that room ever was Victoria. But oh Victoria gosh. was mean, but she was a, I'm gonna be, she was a, I think she was a less intelligent mean. Yeah, Demi, there's, a, there's a difference. Me, Demi is mean, but she is sharp and she is quick. Mm-hmm. I, I would have loved that. It would have been, been a massacre. Especially and... the way that she, uh, especially if she had heard what they had done to Heather. Oh my gosh. But it was, so this made me so sad though. The fact that Heather walks out after Matt asks for some time, talks about how, um, you know, yeah, he like, he trusts Hannah B. He, you know, trusts her opinion. And if somebody like her who dated his best friend is one of his best friends says, Hey, this is a girl that I see qualities that you might like vice versa. And for Hannah B to like say, Hey, you need to get up there to Nimicolin while filming is happening and get your man, you know? Yeah. Um, he's like, Hey, that, and that that's true. Like when your best friend says something, you got to take it. You got to take some weight. Um, all Heather did was walk out of that room and say hi to them. Yeah. Uh, Jessenia accused her of bachelor hopping. Who? Jessenia. Kit said, B, like, what are you doing? Yep. And then Serena P, and then Jessenia, and then Jessenia again says, I don't think you're ready to get engaged. Yeah. Blatantly just yells at her. You're not ready. I don't think you're ready. And then they're like, what are you doing here? Piper, Piper. Piper demanded an apology. Yeah. After she had a mental breakdown. Oh my gosh. Honestly, she comes out shaking because she got interrupted. Everybody gets interrupted, Piper. I understand that it's somebody you didn't know, but goodness. She, you know, she's crying that she's never been so invisible. I think. Please. Piper would have been someone that I would have had a major crush on and then also realized she's crazy and you got to like back up off that. Back up. Yeah. Yeah. Piper seems very, very, very intense. Um, She's very volatile. And she, in that intensity, she was so, she, like, I just watched those girls become everything that they said they were against. You know, like they, even Jacinia. Jacinia, who literally just vanquished a villain like last week, you know, and then here she is, beginning of this episode, just like, I'm better than you. There's like, a, who are you? There's been a tweet that's been going on since Victoria left that each week when there's a new, like, horrible person, mm-hmm. that the joke is that the spirit of Victoria has found another host. That is fan-freaking-tastic so, and true. So the spirit of Victoria was embodied in MJ mm. for a few weeks after Victoria left. And the joke on Monday was that the, in that two-on-one, the spirit of Victoria saw the writing on the wall, escaped MJ, and left him <laughs> and to Jacinia. And got to Jacinia? Yes, and Jacinia <laughs> was the new spirit of Victoria. And I'm assuming based on how it reacted afterwards, I guess Serena P has the new... I, I could see Serena P being the new host. I could see that. So, 
Oh, that, that was this makes joke. so much sense. <laughs> that was the joke going around Twitter that there's each week since there was a horrible person, the spirit of Victoria has found another host. This heinous and so truthful. I love it. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's terrible. And when I saw those girls, the way that they treated Heather, when she just tried to explain to her or tried to explain to them. So yeah, I'm friends with Hannah and Hannah just, you know, made a friendly suggestion and here she is and she even acknowledged i know i'm late you know i know that you guys have been here all the girl did was basically say hi and tried to to talk about who she was and get to know them she didn't even have time to really get to know them they just pounced i mean and then she starts to get upset and serena c says go cry in your interviews i don't want to see it yeah that that was particularly terrible when she told her that, like, just go that cry on your interview. Okay. I mean. I want to jump into the alternate universe rather quickly, okay? For a quick second. Oh, yeah. The Everyone has seen, we've all seen the stories about Rachel. We've talked about it on Saturday. If you didn't uh, listen to that episode, you should. It was a really good one. Let's go on 100%. a path where Rachel wins. Mm-hmm. And let's go on a path where Matt, being an African-American man, as he is, is not okay with that mm-hmm. and they're no longer together does matt i see where you're going does matt fight a los angeles and give heather another shot 100 percent, he does i think so too because he definitely 100 percent. i think heather heather starts this season heather freaking wins yeah i because I because, would... the con- because the connection right there was palpable even if yeah. she's part of the second group that arrives in week four, I still mm-hmm. think that she she wins. Yeah. No, and I, at first, I was not for this, you know, minivan Heather, never been kissed, come on. <laughs> like, girl, what are you doing this late in the game? And all those lame vlogs, like, ugh. But when those girls turned on her the way that they did, mm-hmm. I really just wanted him to walk out of that room and say, you know what, I gotta follow my heart and Heather's saying, I just—it no, was so he, he sad. Could, he to couldn't me, have done it to her. If she would, treated her. Honestly, I don't think she would have stayed. I after that, I, I, like I, I don't know. Like those five minutes alone, I would have yeah. been like, "Listen, I don't even know if it's friggin' worth it." Like, thanks for the trip. Yeah, I don't even know you, so so I I'm cutting my losses. But right? uh, Matt talks to Heather. Then he talks to himself for a while, and then he comes back with Heather and says, basically, we're basically too far in this for me to bring you in. Mm-hmm. Another in another time in another life, we probably, I would love, love to go out with you. But at the moment, there's nothing, there really isn't a place and for you right bummer. here. Yeah. That and is then, a bummer. I don't know why Hannah B didn't tell her sooner. Maybe she did. And she like she said she didn't think anything of it at first, I guess. But then she I mean was we've like, all had friends be like, oh, this person would be good for you. Just like shut up. Yeah, that's true. That's that's true. And then you think about it more, and then you're like, oh shoot. But what if that was my my shot? Yeah. And and the words of Hamilton, she was like, I'm not throwing away my shot. Nope. But uh, the only real note I have on this is that it was super uncomfortable to watch. Oh my gosh, it was terribly uncomfortable. This scene in and of itself solidified for me like (laughs) that this is not my favorite season that this season has been rough like i told you i get flashbacks of 
PTSD, girl world, you know, <laughs> girls can be mean to each other. And this is terrible. Like, I just, it makes me uncomfortable. It just makes me, it makes me grossed out that like we're watching grown women just rip each other apart and then be nice only to rip each other apart. And Katie's gone. So the only, the only sane person in the house now, like we said, we'll talk about it later, but we got ahead of ourselves, but RIP to, you know, a favorite who was also sane. But apparently Matt just is like, hey, whatever. So but, uh, I'm Matt, over it. Matt walks Heather out and uh, he comes back to the room and says, sorry about that. That was basically what he said was, sorry that happened. It was really douchey of the producers to do that to us and to her. Mm-hmm. So let's move on. And, it's true. I mean, and he talked true. to the rest of the girls and then we kind of jumped straight into the co- the, uh, the rose ceremony. Did you, I can't remember if we talked about this, so uh, just to wrap Heather up, um, did we talk about the fact that Chris Harrison did an interview, I think it was last week before he did his now infamous interview with Rachel Lindsay, but they asked him about Heather and he was like, Heather kept pushing to be on the show. Heather is the one who, we told her no, we told her no several times and then she showed up in a minivan and then we we're like, well, let's think about it. But then when they were like, you know what, let's let's give Matt a, sh- a chance to to you know either accept this or turn it down. So then they decided to like the way that Chris Harrison was kind of putting her out there and being like, that was on her. She's desperate. I didn't like that either. No, he. We we discussed it last week with Joe that the uh, the producer influence this season and last season has been way too much. So yeah. I think that that's probably, I think she was probably reached out and was interested and mm-hmm. they said yes. And maybe they like told her the wrong, the wrong time frame or told her to show up at a specific week. I thought you were going to say they told her the wrong, the wrong, um, they gave her the wrong directions. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I could have gotten to where they were supposed to be because I knew where <laughs> they were going. Oh gosh. I just, yeah, I didn't really appreciate the way he was putting her out there. Like, Painting her as the desperate one. Oh, because she's yeah. in the contract and can't say otherwise. Yeah, like this. Chris Harrison, he's he's losing he's losing points for me. Yeah, he. Uh, so we'll we'll just jump right into the rose ceremony. We have roses for Michelle and Piper. Michelle from the group date and Piper from the one on one. And then Katie got the other one on one, and we she did not get a rose. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have roses for Bree. And then Rachel, and then Serena P, then Kit, then Jacenia, then Abigail. And sending Serena C and Chelsea home. Besides the two that already had roses, this kind of felt like a power rankings, didn't it? A little bit, yeah. Switching Bree and a Rachel, I think. But other than that, it was a straight-up power ranking. Yeah. Uh, goodbye to Serena C., Sorry, not sorry. Won't miss you the, at all. The fact that she made it as far as she did is just... It's by the grace of God. <laughs> the fact like, that I she, just... The fact that she made it further than, like, Katie did is just astounding. I do appreciate the fact that Katie got eliminated on her one-on-one, though, and then Serena was like, <laughs> oh, over ceremony, ceremony, gone. 
you know. So it was like, no, you don't get to stick around. And you don't get to stick around for that long. up the uh, the one on one that Serena never got. Mm-hmm. And that's the only thing we can really hold our ha- hang our hands on. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I, gone and hopefully forgotten because she's not. She's not. Serena, who? She's not coming. Uh, back. Chelsea. What did you think about her elimination? Felt like the right place. I yeah. mean, the amount of people where, like, the connection isn't there, but there's, like, the connection is sort of there, but not as far along as others, but a further along than a lot of others. That's about where I expected her to go. That rose ceremony was yeah. a rose ceremony before. Like, it wasn't, she wasn't going to go early because they had made a connection, but she wasn't going to go to hometowns. Oh, no. Oh, absolutely not. I did not. I would have been shocked if she made it to hometowns. I, I just didn't see them happening. Really, in my mind, there was only five or six people that were, maybe seven that were hometown eligible to begin with. Yeah. I think, um, gosh, I don't know. Who do we have hometowning now? Uh, well, we haven't gotten there yet. Oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, gosh. We're That's still, how, like, what is time in this season? Oh, my gosh. St- we're still at like, Monday night's first row ceremony, so we got a while to go. <laughs> uh, we have a day card show up the next day for Serena P, who is getting her first date before two girls get any date. And this right. was, this was for me, the final nail in the coffin. I'm like, uh-huh. Abigail is not long for this season. Yeah, because we like are we are in we are in second date territory. Mm-hmm. That was a message sent. I feel like by picking Serena P, that was a message sent to everyone. It's like warning. It's like when it, when the intermission lights in the theater flash, you know, and it's like okay, yeah. the show's about to start. But like those lights were flashing, and it's like yeah, okay, yeah. so. You pack your bags, get ready, because you're gonna go home. You're gonna stick around for a bit more, but you're gonna go home. Yeah. Uh, so her and Matt do some uncomfortable tantric yoga, which is such a repeat date. Yes. Such a repeat date. Mm-hmm. Stare like wrap your legs around, stare in each other's eyes, breathe heavy. You know, oh my goodness, so many dates are like this. Tisha did it last season. Did they do this? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's the elimination date. My gosh. Honestly. And and Serena was not here for it. I did appreciate Serena's take on it. Like, I appreciate how Serena was like, no. Like, Matt's all about it. Matt's like, yeah, I feel so connected. Serena's like, no, and I'll never do that again. (laughs) And I love that she didn't, she didn't dance around it either. I mean, she says like, she, that is not she doesn't. Me. She doesn't feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't. I would feel comfortable doing it with my wife if there was not a yoga teacher, let alone mm-hmm. a yoga instructor, cameramen, producers, sound people, and the millions of people watching at home. Oh gosh, that's like, and also she said that Matt is more of an affectionate, um, like a PDA kind of guy. And she's not. Mm -hmm. So I think that also played into it for sure. 
that like he's a bit more touchy feely than she is. She's like, I don't need that. <laughs> She's yeah. a bit more pragmatic, I think, and um uh not is not cold because she's obviously she's warm but um she's not lovey-dovey she's not a public lovey-dovey yeah 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 and i think that it would be easy to make that assumption because of her bubbly personality but she seems to really own who she is and she's like no no dude agreed no for sure (laughs) but uh we cut back to the house real quick Get a date card for Piper, Michelle, Bree, Rachel, and Abigail, giving Jacinia the one-on-one of death, as I'm going to call mm-hmm. it. But Saw that coming, Jacinia. You should have too. I would like to read for you, Ernie, my favorite tweet from Monday night. I'm ready for it. Now I have to find it because I just, re- just remembered that I was going to do this. <laughs> right now i'm like i'm like on pins and needles edge of my seat and you're like wait let me look for it it was a tweet monday night from nick vile and it's a gif of abigail saying just trying to figure out where his head is at saying when your postmates has circled your block three times (laughs) i thought that was really funny nick vile has been killing it i like you said i'm not on twitter a lot but I am on the Instagram. I am on the gram. And his Insta posts have been, he's literally made me laugh out loud for the past two weeks. I'm like, okay, who would have knew, who would have known that in the middle of this Bachelor season, I would plot twist, be bored with the Bachelor that I so gung-ho came into this season with. I mean, I was like, he's so cute. He's so handsome. He's so, I love the way he laughs. La, 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 la. I was crushing on Matt James. Correct. Who would have known in a twist of events? Am I crushing on Nick Vile? Like a bachelor from like 18 moons ago? Someone I hated? Is this like, <laughs> okay, is this like, but like real like, talk? What is this? Matt James, this is not the Matt James that I expected. Matt James on TikTok? Hilarious. Really? His, 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 his have you seen his charcuterie boards? Mm-hmm. His charcuterie boards are funny. And his, yeah. voice, his voiceovers are funny. I expected a goofier Matt than we're getting. Yeah, he's not, he's just not, the he's Matt just James not that we got, fun. The Matt James we got night one, laughing about the dildo and making the dildo joke during his intro speech after he prayed. That's the Matt I expected we would get yeah. all season, and we didn't. We haven't had like I honestly long. just feel like he is a side character in this crazy circus now. I'm not even focused on who he is. I'm not focused on who any of these girls are. I still don't feel like I know him very well, you know, and now I feel like they're trying to bring it back around, but I think it's too late. I think they might have lost like viewers who are just kind of tuning in to see how it all turns out because I'm just like, just give me the bachelorette. Come on. Uh, so we have Serena and Matt. They go to the so during the uh, the post date discussion, I guess, mm-hmm. when they had some random fruit and champagne. <laughs> he uh, she tells Matt that she did not enjoy the tantric yoga and will not be performing tantric yoga again. Nope. 
and then they kind of talk for a little bit and Matt says that it's that honesty that he really finds attractive about her and I kind of feel like Serena's not really that into him I kind of feel that way as well Brendan I do not see this relationship going anywhere and I think the further along that he lets her go I think the more she is going to be like yeah, I don't really like you. Oh, she's definitely going home. Next, she's definitely going home next week. Yeah. Unless, like, unless, if if it's not if it's not by her own self elimination, I don't know. I I don't even know if I can see him eliminating her. I think she's gonna be like, you know what, bro? Well, I like e- it, but I don't like you. Either way, I think she's going home. Yeah. Because she's not going to give. She's not going to give the attention and the affection that the other three will. Yeah. So I think whether she eliminates herself or he sends her home after the hometowns next, I think next Monday, for better or for worse, is her final episode on The Bachelor. Yeah. Yeah. The writing's on the wall. Mm-hmm. It's it's coming up. But uh, they go to the dinner portion. They don't really talk about anything. And then he she gives him a rose. He gives her a rose. And then they go ice skating. Oh, Yeah. I forgot about that. It was not important, nor was it really that relevant or good. Uh, man, I completely blanked that out. Wow. Dates are getting lamer and lamer. Yeah, and then, uh, so Serena P's locked in for hometowns. Sure is, so. Then uh, we jump to the next day. We blow straight through the group date as if it never happened. Maybe it never did. I don't even remember it. Nothing happened. They, they, didn't, they didn't show anything from it. They showed them get ready, and then they showed that night. Oh, my gosh. Like, that's... <laughs> I. That's the second time The fact done that they're that. doing this to us, Brendan. This is the second time I feel time like this has never this happened before. This is the second time this season. Right. Like, how insignificant are these dates then? What is happening? That they're like, this doesn't matter. You, 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 you know, you were here. You saw that date. It's like, it's like they're Jedi mind tricking you. Like you feel like you saw the date, and then you realize when you're co-hosting a podcast that you never saw a dang thing. It never happened. That's where I'm at right now. I feel like they, like, just, I don't know. They chloroformed me, and now I'm like back awake, and I'm like, hang on, wait, what? Matt's in love? No, I don't. I'm not falling for any of this crap. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going on anymore. They, I feel like they, I think they realized halfway through editing, it's kind of like when you write on a poster board and you realize that you wrote happy way too big and you also have to write birthday. So they're just like, crap, we spent way too much time with the drama at the beginning. Now we have to finish six weeks worth of episodes in five. I'm just imagining the happy birthday, like the big happy, and then the birthday where it's like, oh shoot, oh shoot, and then when you get to like the um, the th, everything starts to get smaller and smaller and cur- like curve mm-hmm. towards the end, yeah, because you just gave up. That's what's happening. That's what this is. Yeah, and I is. hate when that happens on a poster board. And you know, every one of y'all out there know, and you feel that you, you sketch it too, before hurt and pain. You sketch it before in pencil. <laughs> This season ain't nothing but a happy birthday sign <laughs> on a poster board. Oh gosh, this is uh, rough. So we, I mean, as far as we, as far as we're concerned, nothing happened. 
And yeah. uh, we straight, we head straight to the evening where Matt tells these girls, "You if you haven't told me your sob stories, you better you better bring your A game because only three because roll them out, yeah, roll them out, like, girls. Two of y'all at least going home. <laughs> so if you, oh if, my gosh, if you, if you didn't bring your A game, you might as well pack up your bags now because you're going home. So this is the this is the date where Brie talks Brie, to him. Brie brought her A game. She had Brie, she, yeah. She she brought the A game. Now Rachel, she didn't have to bring an A game. She had already no. clinched her spot. But Brie's like, yeah. yeah, I quit my job to love you. Yeah, Brie is like, hey, listen, you know how I told you about my mom several times. Yeah, she had hopes and dreams and ambitions for me. I have hopes and dreams and ambitions because of my mother and being raised by her. This is actually a dream. This job is not just a job. And I just quit it for you. I just gave up my entire life for you. And the way that she says it is like, she's like, I'm, I'm surviving. I'm happy to be here. But it was kind of like, but you got to know, you've got to know. Like, I just quit my job the other day for you. Do not ruin this. <laughs> I just, Basically, it's like you're not just destroying my life; you're destroying my mother's hopes and dreams, my familial lineage. I, <laughs> like she was just like. I will say <laughs> that the only reason I think this is a bad move for her is because I know things she doesn't. Yeah, I don't. I, she's I not heard, winning this. I heard him tell Rachel, and tell only Rachel, "I'm falling for you two, three weeks ago." Mm-hmm. If he hadn't said that to her, if he had said thank you for sharing, like he's told it to everybody else, yep, I think Brie is a stone cold lock. Because yeah. Brie, not gonna lie, Ernie, I'm just gonna say this on the podcast because it's never gonna come down to this. I would do illegal things to protect Brie. She just seems <laughs> so awesome. She's great. She's 100% great. Like, and Rachel is the only is, reason she's not winning this season. Yeah. That's the thing. And, like, so I thought, I don't remember what article, what news source it was that I read this in, but they were talking about the Breeze story really is, like, it really is a perfect example of the downfall of this season because Bree is a potential frontrunner. And they were talking about how um, just like them being together, you know, and and like how their chemistry is and how their dates go and everything. Bree should be a lock. Bree should be a contender that you're like, it is between this girl and it's between that girl. And so Bree's reveal saying that I just quit my job the other day. Like I literally had to make, I had to make the call. It wasn't like she quit it right before the show. You know, it was mm. like, hey, this is pending. And she literally just made this decision. And so they were saying now, like, there's these stories that are developing with these girls, but because they focus so much on the drama and so much on the gimmicks that, you know, producers came up with that were missing crucial elements of who these women are. Yes. And Bree's one of them. Mm-hmm. Like she has, we heard her story from the beginning. So her and her story isn't just a one snapshot, one and done portion of her story. It affects everything that she does. Mm-hmm. So she talks about her mother, you know, um, 
her mother is now what married and and having a baby you know but she had her when she was super young so that you know that changed the trajectory of her mother's life and it shaped the trajectory of Bree's. so Bree is very much aware of the things that her mother you know hopes for her and dreams for her and so it's not just like oh okay this job is a job like for Bree, she's like creating the life of her dreams so for her to have to go back and forth and struggle between like do i want to stay here and pursue love with somebody who might not work out or do i want to maintain and continue to build the career that i have always dreamt of and they were like they were saying that there that should have been a a struggle that was focused on but instead it was just like oh oh she quit her job the other day wow and then we're just made to forget about it sad yeah it's it's really disappointing uh Brie, yeah, Brie lets him know that she quit her job. Some um, people think she works at Facebook. Like, I don't know that for sure. But uh, some people are like, uh, she might, like, whatever job she has, it's a big deal. Yeah. Uh, Matt says, thanks for sharing. Because <laughs> he... In pure Matt fashion. Mm-hmm. And that was really all of the conversation. They had a little bit of a chat and then they kissed. Yep. Uh, talks to Michelle. Once again, nothing. Nothing's really shared. Whatever. She says she really likes him. He says thanks for sharing and they kiss. And then he sits down with Abigail. And Abigail says, I see us getting married and starting a family. If you don't feel that way, just send me home. Because I don't really know what's happening. And then, like, like, thank you for says, sharing. He, Goodbye. <laughs> And he said that he gave her the first impression rose because there's an instant connection and he was he would be silly not to. But because he felt so comfortable in their relationship, he explored others. And then he realized those other relationships were stronger. He was like, well, no dip because you spent more time with them. Right. His explanation made no sense. It was not an explanation. I just don't feel like that was valid. I think that he was just like... Hey, I was really crushing you on, on you from the beginning, but now I'm just kind of like not that into you. Okay. And uh, she and that's kind of she. Not gonna lie, she made she gave us some real clear bachelorette lines in the car. She did. With her did. line, where, where she said, uh, she feels like she's always the one that makes men realize what they want next. It's just never with her. I'm just uh, like, I'm just like, that was, if that's, if she's the next bachelorette or she's a bachelorette in two years, that's the tagline. Yeah. They're, they're, they're going to play that clip 14 times. <laughs> I think that I feel like every single girl out there though, like related hard to Abigail when she said that it was like, oof. And that's Unless why you're she a terrible was, that's person why, like Victoria, then maybe you don't relate to that, but... <laughs> And then that's why her bachelorette journey would be so critical. It's true. I'm still rooting for Katie, though. I would be very happy with both. I would. There are three really good choices this season. I'll be happy with any of them. Who's the third? Brie. Brie would be. An oh incredible, yeah, that's true. Brie would be an incredible bachelorette. She would, but does she have the personality? I think she does. I think it's just been. I think it's just been. I think it's just yeah. been covered in gook. 
I guess so. I think you're right because when we saw, was it at the end of this one when they were laughing and the outtakes and like how hilarious Michelle is, we don't even get that Michelle's hilarious. I never would have guessed that she's hilarious, but then showing that clip and Brie laughing and like spitting her champagne, (laughs) like I was like, these girls are actually like, they're nice and fun, but the nice and fun ones are like moved to the side. Mm -hmm. Correct. That, ugh, I hate this season. I, I said it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm also, I think the producers are going to look back at this and realize the mistakes they made and fix them. I, I think and I hope. It's unfortunate, though, because this was such a historic season. And for it to be so mediocre and so, um... Well... Matt, so characterized by its drama that was created. It was manufactured drama. For Matt, no reason, I think they could have just let these this love story play out. Matt is going to be, at very best, a tertiary uh, plot line. Mm-hmm. The, the main plot line is going to be Rachel Carcanel and Chris. Yep. The subplot is going to be Anna Victoria MJ. And at very best, and this is if the next Bachelorette comes from this season and they're a bomb, the very best Matt will be is a two, is a third plot of this season. But if they get, yeah. if the Bachelorette that comes from this season kills it, they become the two share, they become the second or third headline. And mm-hmm. Matt becomes a fourth headline on his own season. Yeah. And part of but it, I, and part of it I, is I, the way Matt behaved all season uh-huh yeah matt has not done he any- had his bright and shiny moments though he did when he got rid of those the first crop of bullies yeah people were proud of him but like matt i feel like matt has a lot more personality than we're seeing out of matt he must is i i don't know it's a bummer though it's this the whole edit of this season it really feels like a bummer for it being such a historic yeah. bachelor. No, it's a shame. But, but uh. Matt walks Abigail out, and then he talks. He and then he lets the group know that you walked Abigail out. Everyone is shocked, and then they just keep on keeping on. Uh huh. He talks to Rachel. They affirm that they love each other, and uh-huh. affirm that she's undoubtedly the favorite to win this season. And then he comes back. And he gives her the rose. And he says, all right, well, uh, you guys are going to bed, but me and Rachel have more planned. And then they just leave. I just, like, when that happened, I was like, what? <laughs> I Like, what? It just makes it, it rubs so much salt in the wounds because of everything that is playing out in the media right now. Yes. So well, for that to happen, and he's like, and extra time. It's like, are you freaking kidding me? We loop right past this. I don't know how I missed this in my notes, but Kit, do you think Kit was trying to get herself sent home? Okay, 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 okay. Here's the deal with Kit, baby girl Kit. When she laid down all of that stuff, all of that stuff, and she's like, I'm a long-term investment. You know, I don't want to have babies right away. I got school to finish. I got this. I got that. Like, I I loved her for that, the way that she did that. And it's 
possible. It's possible that she was trying to. Girl took out the pin on the grenade, and Matt was like, "Oh, you dropped this." Boop. <laughs> you know, like she was trying to blow that up, and I think you're right. You know what? Okay, so another tweet that made me feel really gross on Monday when I was watching it, I saw a tweet that said when Kit said that she was a long-term investment, and there was a picture of Bennett in his robe holding the diploma that he won uh-huh. at the grown man competition. Yeah. And like They were making a connection that Bennett's interested in Kit because it's like lifestyle like similarities. Uh, so the joke was that he, 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 being a bang guy and being obviously would be interested in Kit for her poise and her money. He's yeah. Like, oh, he's like, ooh, long term investment. Like, oh my I, gosh. I, I, I saw them just yeah. like, ooh, that made me cringe a little. It made me, that made me yucky. I was so, <laughs> it made me yucky. It did, it made me yucky. <laughs> I was so proud of getting round of applause though for Kit because she laid all of that out there and was like, all right, we're getting to hometowns, we're getting to the home stretch. I need you to know who you're dealing with. I need you to know my goals and my ambitions, the timeline of my life, you know? And he was like, cool. I like you. And she's like, all right. You know, but like, I think, I think that maybe either she was trying to get eliminated or she was like, man, I'm awesome. Like I'm going to lay it all out there. And then went to sleep, woke up and was like, you know what? I'm awesome. And I'm not going to (laughs) settle, you know, no matter how cool he is. Um, and she, like, obviously she seemed like she really liked him, but I think that Kit, I think that Kit, she's young, but she knows who she is. No, for sure. And I really liked her for it. There's definitely an air of confidence about Kit that is not present with some of the others. 100% amen, amen. It is, it is totally different. But, uh, Matt and Rachel, they go off with their, to their concert. And I did the obligatory "Who is this?" tweet, and then I oh, realized that, I actually knew who he was. And then I realized that this person is verified on Twitter and on Instagram and has hundreds of thousands of followers. Yeah, I'm like okay, like brother. I actually knew who he was for the first time ever. I looked up and I was like, "It's Aloe Black. I know him." Like literally, sat on my bed, <laughs> yelled it out. So I, I, I just I I didn't recognize him, so I just assumed that no one else did. <laughs> No, this one, this one we know. And I was listening to a podcast today and they said, other than Train, this is probably the most famous group or person to Mm -hmm. perform on the show. I just love how it has been like a running joke with us. Like we always are like, who, like, why are you pretending like you know? And I love that you didn't know. (laughs) But yeah, no, like he's. He's legit. The first time that I ever knew who someone was on this show. But it was, I realized after I sent that tweet and no one else was sending that tweet out, I'm just like, what? what's going on? You're like, on? does everybody know? I was like, what's going on? These, these, this usually hits. This is a headache. <laughs> and I Googled that person. I'm just like, oh, because this person is a person that people are mm-hmm. aware of. He's real. He's it's been on just, commercials. He's had songs on the radio. It's just not really my type of music. Or really my time frame in terms of, because like I was like fourteen or fifteen when he hit, and I just oh really, I think I guess that makes sense. 
I think that's what they were saying, how, like, well, the time range of what time he, like, his most popular song was. I'm just like, okay, well, I guess that wasn't really something I was listening to then, so that's probably why I missed it. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. 2010. Yeah. 2010, yeah. I was a sophomore. Hmm. I was graduating college, Brendan. So thanks for that. <laughs> uh, look, you didn't need to say it. I said what I said. I, I own my 33, my 33 and free. That's what I am. <laughs> so uh, we see Michelle. We see Piper, Michelle, Bree, and Kit are devastated. Mm-hmm. And Bree visibly shaken to the point of tears. Which Bree makes, like, this was the first time we'd seen Bree break confident character at all. I guess. And I guess. That's like, girl. They just, that, if I had seen Piper cry, I'm like, whatever, I don't care. Yeah. If but, it had been Piper, it's like, come on. But seeing Bree, the only t- I think she realized that she quit her job for nothing at that point. Uh-huh. Yeah. Those tears were not about him. <laughs> no. Her, in her mind processing whether or not she can make influencing a career. Oh, gosh. Because oh, how, gosh. How much tummy time do I have to sell to compete with my salary at Facebook? How many boxes of HelloFresh? A lot. <laughs> I have to do all of it. <laughs> but uh, they they have their private concert, and then either the next day or later that night, we see Kit show up at Matt's house, and she says that, you know... Hometowns is not a point in this journey where you're still figuring it out, mm-hmm. and she's still figuring it out, so she feels like she needs to go. I love that Matt legit was like, That's why I like you, though. You know, like I think he and he intentionally didn't say something about her leaving. I think he was like trying to be like, But I don't care, like, that's why I like you because you know who you are. and you know, like we can, I like you being here and we can figure it out. And she's just like, that's what makes it even harder. She's like, no, I know. She knew, she knew it was the right choice for mm-hmm. her. Even when she said in the car, when she was like, I am worried that it's the wrong decision. But I was like, no, you know, you know, it's and the right one. Nick, Nick Vile talked in his podcast and he was saying that, each season, the lead has a person that they have a crush on, mm-hmm. but isn't going to be their person. Yeah. And he believes that Kit was that for Matt. I can see that. I can see that. And somebody who he doesn't think he could, in a normal situation, get with. He has an opportunity, and he just they have a crush on them, but it's not really... They don't see it being anything. I think mm-hmm. that, like, I think for a good instance would be, like, Tyler for Hannah. Yeah. Maybe Tyler C. was someone that Hannah had a real crush on, but didn't think it could be anything. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. I could see I could see Kit and Matt dating in real life, not marrying, but I could see, I could see them having, like, dated. You know, that wouldn't surprise me. That that relationship wouldn't shock me. I could see them, like, being together and then being like, you know what? Let's mutually break up. Yeah. So, yeah, I just think it was on a much more accelerated timeline 
because of the unusual circumstances. But I think I think they would have dated. I think those two definitely would have would have dated and made something of a relationship and then been like, and here's where we part ways, but let's stay friends. Yeah, but I, that was definitely an unfortunate goodbye for, yeah. for our kid. Uh, I miss her. I really love the way she put that all out there, though. I yeah. really loved it. No matter what her goal was, she did a good job of doing it. Really did. I was so proud. Yeah. Um, we jump into our final date. We have Jessenia, who I honestly don't know why she got dressed that morning. It doesn't even You're feel... like, Jessenia, why did you even get out of bed? <laughs> she should have realized that she was getting the last one-on-one and just left then. Mm-hmm. She goes, look, I know what this means. I'll see y'all later. Right. That's a Hail Mary. Like, Jessenia, that's like not... If you're the last one-on-one, it's not a it's not a props to you. It's like and a... Especially mm. when you see what the date is, which is not at all romantic. Uh, exactly. Which is exactly what happened to Katie. It's yeah. like, okay, when you don't get that romantic date... Okay. Yeah. She did sure she sure did try to make it romantic though. She was like, pick me up, put me on this car, let's make out. Would you have to ask to be picked up and put on the car? <laughs> because you know if it's Brie, Michelle, mm-hmm. Rachel, or even Kit, mm-hmm. they're getting picked up and put on that car. Yeah. If you have she to She was like, ask, pick me up. She had to ask, Ernie. <laughs> Oh, I know. As soon as she asked the question, I was like, why don't you take that car and just go home? <laughs> beep, beep, bye. <laughs> she could have just given him a high five and driven off. That would have been just, right. as, that would have been just as effective. Just, that's it. That's it, girl. Because, yeah, when she asked, I was like, just don't give her the rose right now. Yeah. Just take the rose out and be like, I can't give this to you. Let's not even, let's skip dinner. They, well, they go to dinner. Yep. And uh, Matt asks, as he as he must, about her family. Mm-hmm. She says, I would expect him to welcome you with open arms. And then Matt does what Matt does best. Talks about how great she is and how sweet she is. And then he picks up the rose and <sighs> does not give it to her. I'm going to say this one more time. And I need, if Matt... I know you're not, but if you are listening to this, I need to stop what you're doing and listen to the words coming out of my mouth. Don't pick up the rose if you're not going to give it to them. I hate that he picks up the rose. It's a douche I move. I hate it. It's a douche move. But I, but I feel like Peter did the same thing. Well, Peter was an idiot. We shouldn't do the things that Peter did. You're right. Oh, my gosh, Peter. The fact that he's come up multiple times this season. But, yeah. Um, he picked it up for sure, and she was smiling, she was happy, and then she wasn't. He just and don't then, lead him on. And then Jacinia says, I'm falling in love with you. And as Matt has done in all serious statements except for one, he says, Thank you for sharing that with me. He gets when he doesn't smile too. You can tell when he like doesn't smile. He does this like weird thing with his mouth too, which I told you. Andy Dorfman had to tell when she was about to kick a guy off, but she'd do something weird with her mouth, and then she'd be like, oh, "Okay, you know, 
it's a tell and he has a tell he does something weird with his mouth he doesn't smile and then he's like um right so here's how i think that you're so great right <laughs> and then he says there needs to be an intangible love and connection that's driving us toward an engagement and i don't think i'm there yet and uh she says she f- this is I, I don't know how I feel about this. She says she feels blindsided. By okay, what? when she said that, I was like, in what world did you not see this coming? How, what, how were you blindsided? Absolutely not. You were not blindsided. You don't even know him. The first time you talked to him was when that two-on-one with MJ. <laughs> like, you don't even know him. If you, if you... If you do a two-on-one, you should just automatically assume you're not winning because he was... Because he could have just as easily disposed of you two weeks ago. 100%. So she was not blindsided. No. You, but maybe she was. Maybe she were, was living if she in was, a... She, if she was, then she's foolish. Mm-hmm. I think we know um, the answer to that. And then he walks around and she leaves. And then I guess we're just not having a cocktail party the next night. Guess not. <laughs> and we have uh, f- we have two roses for three girls. And I'm pretty sure once I saw who was getting the first rose, I was like, okay, well, there's an obvious fifth wheel here, and we all know who mm-hmm. it is. And the only one who doesn't know who it is is her, and that's Piper. <laughs> yeah. We, we already have roses for Serena P and for Rachel, which Serena P was a, I think Serena P was the bubble person to begin with. Oh, yeah. So then, we, I mean, at that point, we knew the writing was on the wall. He gives a rose to Brie and then Michelle. And then, uh, we see Piper just kind of fall apart there for a minute. And to the point where she's like, she almost didn't let Matt walk her out. Uh, she, yeah, she let him, but she let him walk her out. But and then just not, got in that vehicle. They did not say a word. And nope. she did. he did not hug her when they got to the car. Nope. She, she just, just kept on moving. Yeah. Man, she was, she was mad. And then, yeah, tell you could tell that by her statements. Quote, I put my weakness and my happiness on the table for literally nothing for a big waste of time. And that's why I think when it comes right down to it, Piper is very pretty. Mm-hmm. And I just don't think... I just don't know what to think about Piper, to be honest with you. It's interesting. Like, remember the early days when you kept saying you liked Piper? And I was like, which one's Piper? Which one's Piper? (laughs) And then I finally got on board and I was like, you know what? I actually do like Piper. And then she decided to um, make a very accelerated descent, (laughs) I feel like. She She was riding high. He liked her. Audience liked her. She's pretty. She's nice. And then she wasn't. I and think I think that's worst... when, like, the gloves are off and when push comes to shove, she really shows who she is. And it's not a nice person. I think the worst thing that could have happened to her was that one-on-one. 
because it yeah. gave her a confidence that was not should not bestow someone who was where she was, mm-hmm. which was five or six. Yeah. And she, um, I don't know, her speech in the car, though, like, I was like, that is, that is sad because obviously that's what happens when you get heartbroken, you know, or when you get hurt, you're like, oh, gosh, why did I do that? I should have just protected myself. But then on the other hand, it's like, that's what love and life is about, you know, and you put yourself out there and it sucks, but, you know, um, you don't just like arm her back up, but she immediately, I think she is the kind of person that when she's hurt, she gets real cold, real tough and really like arm's length. And we saw it when Heather arrived and she felt super screwed over by the interruption. Mm -hmm. We saw the way she treated Heather. Um, Yeah. I don't think that when push comes to shove, I don't think that Piper is nice. (laughs) I think Piper's Piper's the girl who, when she gets broken up with posts on social media that she's done with men and that men are trash and the only person that you need is yourself and you're a queen and F everyone. You don't need anyone. (laughs) Yeah, I can see that. And And her just being angry, but crying, you know, for the next month only post pictures of her doing awesome things by herself because she doesn't need anybody. Uh huh. Yeah. Which is, I mean, it's a form of coping, but like I think that it's not healthy when you're just pretending. And she just immediately armored up and was like, "I don't know why I put myself out there here, you know, just for nothing." Blah blah. blah. When you look back, though, you had a good thing with Matt. It's just you got eliminated now. I'm a little too jaded for my thoughts at 23. Yeah. Oh gosh, I thought she was older than that. She seems older. No, she's. This article I'm looking at has her at 23. And yeah, that is pretty jaded. Which is unfortunate. Uh, oh, yeah. And then that's how we end the episode. That's the way the cookie crumbles. And it is the crumbling because we still don't know anything about women's tell all, or no, Chris did women tell all, but like the AFR, we don't know who's hosting that. Rachel Lindsay is still not really, she's forgiving. Chris, but she still doesn't really know how authentic it was, his apology, because he did apologize after I, our recording yeah, last week. Um, honestly, so that's we, very much still up in the air. We recorded after a lot of the news broke, so there hasn't been mm-hmm. much that's happened since then. Yeah. The last thing that so it's very was, interesting. Yeah, the last thing that happened was Chris stepping down from host. So really nothing's, yeah. happened, nothing's happened since we recorded on Saturday. And like I said earlier... If you did not listen to that, it's only like 40 minutes. So if you add it to this episode, you're going to be at like two hours, which is what you listened to us last week on one episode. So really, you can knock two hours. Sure did. You <laughs> Just make a day of it, guys. Absolutely. Just, you know. Um, but yeah, like you said, it's a weirdly quiet week in Bachelor Nation, but it's a loud week because people are doing a lot of thinking, trying to figure out some production strategy i mean there's even rumors out there that the bachelorette will be canceled for next season but we're supposed to learn who our bachelorette is at the is it the afr or the women tell all it's women tell all right they say reality steve has been very confident that they announced it at women tell all but 
we also might have a canceled season, so we may not get an announcement until AFL yeah. because that one won't. It might be a weird edit. I think if they did announce it at Woman Tell All and it's still up in the air, then they'll just cut that part out and they'll just put yeah. like extra bloopers or something. Yeah, uh, man. And it's just all very interesting because I did think about something. I, I was wondering, like, even if they picked Katie, Katie is very much on the side of uh, like Rachel and being um, like being against what Chris said. So, like, what if Katie is picked for being the Bachelorette and then changes her mind? I mean, like, what if she's like, hey, I actually don't want to be the Bachelorette right now until y'all got your stuff figured out. Well, I think that's why Chris won't be doing this season. Yeah. I think if Chris doesn't do this season, it doesn't really matter who, what the Bachelorette feels. If Chris isn't doing it, I think they'll take it. Yeah. And it's, it would really take a really principled lead to leave because to not do it because of Chris. Mm-hmm. Because I don't mm, really know that's a good how point. Much, that's a good point. I'm not really sure how much interaction they have with Chris regularly. I think it's probably more producer. Yeah. Like the uh the uh, their producers are probably a lot more interacting with them than Chris mm-hmm. is. Yeah. But uh we just flew right through that and we did not do news and notes, so let's do it now. Sure. News and notes, news and notes. <laughs> The only news and notes I have is that Claire and Dale were seen together in Florida. At one point, they were hanging out, and at another point, they were holding hands. So who knows what's going on? I do not need this news and note in my life. Once again, I I don't care. I don't want either of them in my life anymore. No. And that's, that's about it for me. Yeah, um... That's why same. We, that's kind of. I think that's probably why we just skipped it because it wasn't interesting, <laughs> nor was it uh, good. Because new, yeah. As soon as you told me the news before we started recording, I was like, oh gosh, I've never been let down by a reunion. <laughs> but when you told me about them potentially being back together, I'm like, I just don't. I don't want it. I don't care. <laughs> I don't want it. I don't want them I don't, to be happy. <laughs> don't want it. I, they can be happy. Just don't be happy together. Be happy off of my screen. Be happy off of my my social media, please. And uh, this is mostly for you, but the rest of you can hear it too. Uh, Tasha was on this past Tuesday's Off the Vine uh-huh. with Caitlin Bristow, and she was wonderful as you would have expected. Oh, I love Tasha. She and had I'm- a lot of like a lot of things to say about this whole controversy too. Like she yeah, was she- just like, I'm tired of this. You know, she tried to get, she's like, I tried to record several times to get it perfect, but you know what? I'm just going to say what I feel. And apparently her and uh, her on her podcast with Grocery Store Joe, and apparently Hannah Ann has been permanently replaced with Natasha Parker from Peter's season. Mm -hmm. As of a couple weeks ago, I believe. Apparently they had a very good discussion on their podcast as well. So Mm -hmm. Natasha was actually on Nick's podcast last week where she, they talked about this all for a while so yeah it sounds like uh i, I always liked natasha natasha seemed really cool on peter's season so i'm i'm happy for her to uh to have found a spot yeah yeah i think it's just cool everybody was too good for peter on his season <laughs> sorry not sorry <laughs> okay question 
We mm-hmm. switch leads. Peter gets Matt's men. And Matt gets Peter's women. Better seasons. Wait. Peter, you said, wait, did you say Peter gets Matt's men? What? Matt's women. <laughs> Peter's our lead this year. Matt's our lead last year. Uh-huh. Do you think Peter's season is better? And do we think Matt's season is that much worse? Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. I would not want to see Peter deal with Victoria and all of those women. No, no. I think it would have been terrible. No, you're making my brain explode. I just, I had to get quiet and think, and I went too far in my brain, and I lived it. No, I hate all of it. I hate all of it. No. Ernie, we would legitimately quit. I would be like, I am over this. Never again. (laughs) I could not handle that. I don't want to go back to what I just imagined. (laughs) That would be awful. That would have been awful. Absolutely dreadful. So no, I'll live the life that I'm living right now with math season. Okay. Uh, (laughs) I would ask for power rankings, but we know who's winning at this point. It's Rachel. That's it. Let's move on. (laughs) It's Rachel. It's just, just, I just feel like the last two to three weeks are going to be completely useless. Cause it's all just, <laughs> this makes yeah. I, like I, no one else can you, but no one else can see me in this zoom chat, but you, but I just feel <laughs> defeated. Like I, there's nothing. I feel like I'm just going yeah. through emotions at this point because we know what's happening. It's so obvious. It hurts. It's like, we're going through the emotions. We know what we know. The outcome It's just like, just get us there already. Like it just come on. And then we'll never think about them again. Or we will. We'll think about how they just inflicted all of this upon us. And then, oh my gosh, I'm not looking forward to Rachel's media blitz after her, like, you know, after her winning and then trying to defend herself and then Matt defending her, maybe, but then also maybe coming on AFR and being like, surprise, I'm actually with Heather now because Rachel sucks. (laughs) That's really the only thing we have to look forward to is how Matt is going to respond and if he will even still be with Rachel when it's because we we're not spoiled obviously I mean I I haven't I haven't heard anything I don't want to no. I don't read anything but it's so obvious it hurts and the real the only yeah. question now is are they still together right and is I mean obviously he can't be okay with it Right. But the there's question, a lot to work through there. There's going to be, this is going to be more, this AFR is going to be more interesting than last year's. And last year's was pretty yeah. interesting. Yeah. It's going to, I don't know. Time will tell. But you can follow us on Twitter at Right Reasons Pod. You can follow us on Instagram at Podcasting for That Reasons. Both the Instagram and the Twitter are popping on Monday night. So you do not want to miss yeah. that. Uh, anything else, Ernie? Nope, that's it. I'm going to be forever and always bored with this season. Started out real high. Started out real high. Yeah. I was like, if he doesn't find any one of these women, I'm going to marry him. Now I'm like, eh. <laughs> I'll just follow him on Instagram. Now, now you're good? I'll keep my money so I don't have to divorce him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh... Until next week, guys, everyone have a safe week, and we'll talk to you all later. 
Bye.